Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride with Chris Harris Jr. I am one of your hosts of this show, Patrick Coyote. I am, of course, joined by my wonderful co-host, former Denver Bronco cornerback, future Ring of Famer in Denver, Super Bowl 50 champion, all-decade cornerback. Man, you know what it is. It's Chris Harris Jr. Chris, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Doing good, man. Let's talk some football, man. Let's get ready know, for this Thursday been, night game. You've been talking Chiefs all day. I know. I'm sorry. We got to do it again. Now Chiefs. Chiefs, Broncos, Thursday night football. Man, what a time this is going to be. Short week, Broncos lost to the Jets. Uh, This is kind of your Jets reaction uh, Chiefs preview show. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Jets game uh, and, and the debacle that was that game. And we'll talk about this upcoming matchup with the Chiefs. Uh, Chris, let's get into the Jets game first. Um, you know, quick reaction from this 31-21 loss. It, I mean, the fumble at the end of the game was really the sealer. It, it was 24-21 with the Broncos driving down the field. Russell Wilson had that fumble on that on that last play. Um, how did you feel after that game? I know we, we did our live reaction on Bleacher Report, which we're going to do again for tomorrow night's game. Uh, but what was your initial gut reaction after that game? What did you see uh, from the Denver Broncos in that loss to the Jets? Man, I think just the way we lost, man, it kind of it kind of feels like it took the soul out of the team, you know, yeah. the way they lost and um, losing so many games at home, you know, you, that's that's not how you want to start the season, no. right? We got a not favorable schedule um, at home uh, to, to begin the season, to start out hot. Yeah. Right. The NFL set it up great for the Denver Broncos to start out hot. You know, um, lower rating quarterbacks, uh, yeah. Justin Fields, uh, 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 Wilson. Yeah. Uh, other than Tua, really, you know, we really haven't faced a uh, super elite Jimmy quarterback. G. Yeah, Jimmy G. So, uh, you know, uh, it was very favorable to have a um, start fast, and we just came out so bad and slow. And uh, <clears throat> so this is a th- that was a tough loss. Yeah. And um, you, you you don't want it's hard to get two losses in a week, right? Yeah. You don't want that, right? So uh, they better they they better wake up fast and you know, get ready, lace them up Thursday because you know uh, it's always rocking the Arrowhead regardless. Yeah, I mean this is a rival game. Uh, I mean if we even want to call it a rivalry at this point, the Chiefs have won the last fifteen meetings between these two teams. Uh, but Chris, hey. going back to the Jets game, you know, Nick Benito had a stand, another standout game from him. He's actually one of the top uh, sack producers in the NFL right now at five and a half sacks. Uh, this is going to be a big game for him coming up, but he had a, he had a big game against the Jets. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more uh, about the Broncos defense, but I want to stay on the Broncos offense for a second. Going back to watching the film, man, uh, a, a lot of these receivers you know, the first first few weeks of the season, they were getting open, uh, didn't have any issues getting open. And then on, all of a sudden, the Jets put the clamps on them, uh, even even with the injuries that they had. You know, is this a is this something that is more on the Jets defense or do you think it's more on the Broncos offense not executing properly? Uh, I mean, we knew coming in the game that the Jets had a good defense. Uh, it just showed that they had some solid depth. Yeah, um, but. You still, uh, I still don't even, I don't even think we tried those guys. 
So yeah. I can't really say like, are those guys really that good? You know, I don't remember Russ like really taking a chance, yeah, uh, on those guys when they came in or really trying to pick on them. So um, I don't, I don't even think we even tried, attempted to take advantage of that. Yeah. So that's something that you know I've said I've been preaching that you know for weeks now that we don't take advantage of mismatches or finding the weakest link on the field and making that guy work all game. Right. Yeah. We don't do that. Right. That's what they do in basketball. Right. They yep. try to get Jokic, try to get him on a favorable matchup and work yep. out. Man, that's yep. the same thing, bro. And I and that's how you that's how you win in this league. And we're just not taking advantage of it. And yeah. um, it's sad to see us doing this every week. But you know, it's the players and the coaches. You can't yeah. we can't we can't just exclude the players on this one no. on, on on these first four weeks. No, no, we can't. But uh, Chris, speaking of wins, we gotta we gotta have a message from our sponsors. Football is back and bet online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to minute up to the minute stats news scores and matchup breakdowns get the latest game odds spreads and totals from the nfl and college football at your fingertips with bet online's real-time updates on statistics news and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and the super bowl bet online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts chris i know for a fact that I may throw some money on this Oregon-Washington game this weekend because that game is going to be a matchup for the ages. Probably some of the best football that we're going to see uh, up to date of this college football season. Pac-12 is looking nice. Pac-12, it, for being a dead conference, for not existing, the Pac-12 yeah. is looking real good. And yeah. that that Oregon defense, they got some corners on that team, man. And, we got some solid corners, man. Some big corners, transfers, uh, yep. D line. So uh, and, Oregon should be. They got a chance to be in the tournament at the end. They do. Washington also has a pretty good chance. I love their offense. Love their offensive scheme. Michael Penix Jr. is a absolute dog. And those receivers, first round pick. Man, it's gonna be hard it. for these quarterbacks, man, because it's gonna. These young QBs coming out, man. They're gonna. They're, they're taking a lot of spots, right? So, yeah. Man, well, the, I mean, the Broncos might be in play after that loss of the Jets, man. They might be in play for a, a Caleb Williams, a Drake May, a Michael Penix Jr. Who knows? I'd be fine with any one of those guys. But, uh, Chris, you know, talking about this Jets game, one of the things that I really noticed on film, and we were talking about this before the show, is the offensive play calling from Sean Payton. We can talk about the defense all day. The defense held, you know, they held the Jets to 24, or they really had held the Jets to 24 points. We're not going to, you know, give them credit for the turnover. Um, but this, the, the defense at the end of the day wasn't really the issue. It was more so the offense this last week. They couldn't get it done. Uh, defense held, uh, held the Jets offense in the red zone very well. 0 for 3 in the red zone. Uh, for the for the Jets scoring touchdowns, they had to kick field goals. That's what you want to see from your defense. Um, but the offense, man, I noticed on film that Sean Payton 
just started going away from the things that worked. And when we saw Jaleel McLaughlin doing normal Jaleel McLaughlin things at this point, and then you just go away from it, it makes me a little concerned about where his mindset is as far as uh, calling plays and how much trust he has in the offense as a whole. Because if you're if you're running out of plays to run and you start to get predictable in what you're doing, that's not a good sign. So hopefully they can get that fixed. I know it's a short week, but uh, Chris, talk about the defense a little bit more against the Jets. Um, I know that this was a, a much better showing. You know, the, obviously the run game wasn't there, but what did you see uh, from the Broncos defense that made you a little worried for this upcoming matchup? Oh, man. Well, let's talk about – I can talk about the good things that I've seen. You know, yeah. I've seen uh, Zach Allen. I've seen him starting to Yes. Yes. Um, so, get more consistent, you know, start making some plays in the backfield. Um, finally, you know. Um, yeah. Starting to been see, um, like you said, Benito, he's, he's been making plays coming off the edge. Um, our run defense is still bad, though. You know, it's yeah. still – Still yep. non-discipline, you know, on run fits. Guys not t- together in one sink, right? Mm-hmm. You got to trust that um, my, my D tackle is going to play that A-gap, yeah. right? And if the ball goes through that A-gap, he's going to be there, right? Yeah. My job is to play the C-gap or B-gap, right? I got to play my gaps and because my brother right next to me is expecting me to do my job and play my, my gap. And we're, we're not having that responsibility. You mm-hmm. know that uh, you don't see that accountability right there. I think Josie uh, coming out and saying that, I think that's good because yeah. he's acknowledging that that's something that we need to improve on. And um, um, especially this week, right? We can't make it easy yep. for Mahomes. Um, no. If we, if, we, if we don't stop the run, that's an easy day for an, uh, uh, the best quarterback in the league, right? Yeah. So we got to make it hard for him and uh, make, make Andy Reid, you know, Going to those th- third pages, you know, in that playbook, man. Mm-hmm. Let him go back in there. Let him go back and search for uh, to find something to, uh, in this offense to find this game. Yeah, absolutely. So the Broncos unfortunately dropped that one to the Jets. That was a tough game. You could be going into this game two and three with maybe a little better uh, hope for later in the season. Two and three would be solid. I would take two and three it. looks a lot better than yeah. one and four. And now you have to play the Chiefs twice in a three-week span. Sean Payton kind of talked about that a little bit um, in his press conference, uh, in his last press conference, and and said, yeah, of course it's tough, um, but it also gives you an opportunity to learn a little bit more and and maybe take some things for the next time that you see him in a couple weeks. He, he talked about his experience in, in playing in the NFC South and where you know there's times where you have to play Atlanta two times in three weeks or Tampa Bay two times yeah. in three weeks. And he says it's a very normal thing. Um, you know, yeah. So it, I feel like it's tougher. It, it, it's not just the fact that you're playing twice in three weeks. It's tougher because you're going into it, the, that first matchup on a short week. And that's just... Yeah. The absolute worst. I know is for you guys as players, that is so tough on the body. And it's a mental sport as well. So you're having to repair your body, heal your body, and also heal your mind um, and, and take in all this new information. So let's get into some of the preview uh, stats here. Kansas City defensively uh, ranked 11th in yards allowed. Uh, sixth, they're tied for 6th in points allowed. 
uh, 14th in passing yards, 12th in rushing yards. They're the fifth least penalized defense in the league. Uh, eighth in, expen- in expected points uh, uh, produced by the defense. Ninth in yards per play. 15th in passing touchdowns allowed. Tied for second in rushing touchdowns allowed. They've only allowed one. One rushing touchdown on the pretty season. Good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, 16th in takeaways. And they are fifth in the league in pressure percentage russell wilson is the 10th most pressured quarterback in the league according to pro football reference um, some injuries to keep uh, keep an eye out for for the broncos dj jones probably out he's dealing with a knee injury from last game that kept him out of the second half baron browning i that is big because mike purcell also limited uh in in practice this week justin simmons has been limited both of those are expected to play we're still waiting for that update. Baron Browning and Greg Dulcich, who they activated from the injured reserve, uh, both are likely out due to it being a short week. They're trying to get them a little more practice time and ease them in. Dulcich is not 100% per sources. So just something to keep an eye out on. Chris, it's tough because when I'm looking at all these defensive rankings for the Chiefs and then I look at the defensive rankings for the Broncos, a lot of last, last, 31st, last, 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 last. I just, is this, are we going into a nightmare situation against the Kansas City offense, even with their own injuries that they're dealing with? Or is this an opportunity for the defense who's kind of quietly been building a, a good last couple of games? Is this an opportunity for them to come out and maybe try to put a little bit of pressure on one of the league's best quarterbacks. Oh, they have to. I mean, that's the only way you can beat these guys. You gotta, you gotta cut the head off the snake, you know. And that's Mahomes, Ooh. right? Ooh. And uh, being able to, you know, stop him, we have to be able to contain them, keep him in that pocket on those key downs, mm-hmm. right? Mahomes likes, you know, those he's third so and longs. Quick. You know, when we, when we're gonna, because I know Coach Joseph, he's gonna call a coverage. Yeah. Right. Coverage defense. And then that's when my home kind of gets lost. Right. Yeah. And um, guys got to be you got to kind of when you play against them, you got to kind of remind the D line. Stay disciplined. Stay disciplined. New guys, whoever comes in, stay disciplined, because once when you're out there doing your own thing versus Mahomes, it's easy for him to find lanes and find different areas to scramble. So you have to be connected up front. And um, that's what it's going to take for these guys to beat the Chiefs Thursday night. Man, you know, it, there's one guy that I keep thinking of that, especially with the injuries that the Broncos are dealing with right now, who came in for a workout in the offseason, didn't end up signing with the Broncos, ended up signing elsewhere. And now I'm looking at it like, man, we could really use this guy. And that's Shelby Harris. I'm not going to lie. Man, Shelby, like, could you? that one too. I mean. Man, we said we need one more. We said that, like. We did. And, and. Yeah. For some reason, they didn't bring him in. But that's a guy who who's played big games against Mahomes, who's had big games against Mahomes, and would just be someone that would be a lot better uh, as a depth piece to this rotation, especially with Jones and Purcell dealing with injuries. Henningsen has been, you know, he's fine rotationally. Jonathan Harris has been up and down. Zach Allen is starting to come into his own, which is great to see. He had a great, uh, that, that sack that he had against Zach Wilson, uh, it was a beautiful stunt with him and Benito, I believe. 
And he he took oh, Joseph's a, finding ways. I'm seeing that he's starting to find more ways. Try to get him one on one. Yeah, try to get him some games. Um, I think first games, you know, he was just kind of like head on one on one. You know what I mean? He yeah. wasn't giving them no plays, giving them new, right. you know, um, line them up in mismatches. You know, stunt yeah. stunt lineup, over overload lineups. You know what I yeah. mean? Now he's yeah. doing that. Now Zach is kind of uh, starting to find his way through the. Uh, and make plays, you know. So sometimes you got to do that for some guys, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not not everybody's Chris Jones, you know, or Aaron <laughs> Donald, you know. So sometimes yeah. you got to got to kind of make some plays, man, to get those guys open. Man, speaking of Aaron Donald, I just saw a video from uh, their their game against the the Colts, and they had Aaron Donald playing a wide nine tech, and he was giving. Of course, it's a rookie <laughs> offensive tackle, Blake Freeland, but he was giving him the business from a wide nine tech and it's like this guy could be an all pro wherever you line him up uh, so um you, you know it's good to see vance joseph finding ways to get guys involved and finding ways to uh get the most out of their ability zach allen is one of those guys who before the season a lot of people were saying oh this guy's going to be much better in uh the pass rush than draymond jones and for the first couple weeks we didn't see it but the last two games he's starting to come alive yeah so he's been he's been way better yeah maybe that's something maybe that's something that can help against the chiefs and and i hope so because that offensive line is very good but like you said you have to be able to contain mahomes he is going to be that guy that can find those creases and it doesn't matter he'll find it wherever and once he's once he gets going it's going to be hard to stop him. He's so just, he's so quick. Like it, yeah. it's that old he's adage of like, out. he's going to get out. Like it, you can't stop it from happening. Right. No. He's going to get out at least let's say two or three times. Right. Yeah. Let's just not make those big long games. Yeah. And you know, don't let him convert like a third and 15. With his uh, it's the, those it's like, the worst. Those it's... are like the backbreakers. You know what I mean? Where you just like, ah, right, we got to line up again. You as a I mean? as a corner, is that like the most? Is that just like the single most frustrating thing? You're uh, guard, you're covering a guy thirty yards downfield. You've had him locked up for four seconds, and then you look back and you see Kermit the Frog running down the field with the ball in his hand, and all of a sudden he's pointing the first down. Is that just like deflating as a corner? Man, I mean that just kills you, right? Because yeah. you're you got perfect coverage. Right, but then you see this, you look up and you see this man running down the field, <laughs> right, first down, you know, and you got, it's, it's hard to get off the field in the NFL, Yeah, right, especially when you're going against a, a Mahomes and you're going against a Andy Reid, right, yeah. it's already tough from there, and then we had Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Yeah, you, you, you had, you know what I mean? yeah. So we had, they, they had all the speed guys when you, yeah, so it's totally different now. Yeah. Um, I think um, the Broncos should be confident to be able to cover these guys, right? Yeah. I think this yeah. is probably the 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 weakest group that we probably see. I would agree. Um, that we've seen probably this year. Yeah. Uh, well, would you put – I mean, DJ Moore, he is balling. DJ right? Moore is balling. Uh, I, I feel like as, as a whole unit collectively, I feel like the Bears was probably the worst. Um, yeah. I, I think the Chiefs – if Kelsey's a hundred percent, yeah, I, I, I think like Behind there's the just bear. no one, there's just no one outside of Kelsey that like 
really blows me. Like that group that they had with like Tyreek and Nicole Hardman and and then Kelsey and I mean exactly. and yeah, it, it, yeah, you're just it's a full on sprint every single play. And like I feel like they kind of moved towards more yeah, we have those uh, we have a couple of those gadget guys, but it's really more about the possession game. So uh, that's where you get the Juju right. signing. That's where you get uh, MVS signing. Um, it, that's where we get Justin Ross. I mean, that's like, yeah. and, and they're not even utilizing Justin Ross. That's a guy who could be absolutely dominating for them. They're not even using him correctly. So uh, it, it's still like, it's still the Chiefs. We still have to be worried. There's like, until, it, until the, the clock hits zero, we can probably say that the Chiefs are going to win this game. But we'll talk about that uh at the end when we do our prediction uh chris let's get into x factors x factors for the broncos offense who is the guy that you're looking for to make a statement against the chiefs jaleel we we, we got to continue to ride him right yeah he's making plays in the past in the screen game uh get him get him those tosses get him out in space because yeah. they got chris jones in them in there i know right? we don't want to send him a, up the gut with maniac. chris jones Let's let's no. keep this guy on the outside. Let's keep him. Let's 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 get this Kansas City team running side to side. Yeah. And um, um, I feel sorry for the Broncos O line, man. Yeah. Because every it's week be they got to see some beasts up front. So yeah. this, this is another key game. That's a huge matchup. So I would say the offense front and uh, Jaleel. That's, yeah. That's key. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I, I think the offensive line is definitely the X factor to watch in this game. Russ is the tenth yeah. most pressured quarterback in the league uh this the offensive line has been so so mcglinchy has been yeah. underperforming Bowles has been a pleasant surprise ben powers has been up and down he's had he's had some good moments cushionberry again up and down miners has been pretty steady um and, and if they keep in that front I don't think they're going to put Jones on Powers because they've had some battles the last few years when he was in Baltimore and Powers is it Powers has done pretty well. Um but that matchup with Miners and Cush, that's going to be the one to watch. If yeah. they can keep that pocket clean for Russ and they can just get like design those plays to where Russ doesn't have to think so much. He's got his reads. He's getting, you know, get him into a rhythm early. I think that's going to be the big key to watch. So the offensive line has to be on their P's and Q's against the Steve Spagnuolo defense. Uh, X Factor for the defense for the Broncos. Who do you got? Man, defense. I'm going with the whole defensive front. Amen. Right? We got to be able to contain him. Preach right? it. We need Zach Allen to, uh, to continue to keep balling, keep yeah. rising his game. Uh, we need pressure up the middle. Right, uh, yeah. Mahomes has been off this year. He hasn't been MVP, Mahomes. Yeah. Right? So um, let's contain him. Let's not let him make plays outside the pocket. Let's mm -hmm. keep him inside the pocket. Let's see if he can throw and beat us inside the pocket like a Brady. You know, let's mm -hmm. let him become a pocket passer. So that yeah. would be my goal. That's my one, my big key in the game. D line contain this guy. Work together mm -hmm. as a unit, and uh, you know, stay disciplined. Yeah, I would agree. X factor's got to be the D line, um, it, the the run defense. The run defense has to 
has to improve. Sean Payton spoke to that as well in his press conference, but we've been kind of speaking about it for the last three weeks. When's it going to change? Right. When are we going to fix these things? Josie Jewell brought it up after uh, this last game. Guys, the gap integrity is not where it needs to be. You got two guys filling one gap, and then that springs a big hole. For a guy like Brees Hall, that's going to be huge. For a guy like Isaiah Pacheco, who once he puts his foot in the dirt, he's gone. You know, it, that's that's what you have to worry about. So keep, keep that gap integrity, you know, hopefully Purcell plays, hopefully, you know, I, I mean, we're waiting for DJ Jones, but Zach Allen has to have a big game. Mike Purcell, if he plays, has to have a big game. Jonathan Harris has to have a big game and the edge rushers have to be able to either, either create that pressure and get home or play your contain, keep Mahomes in the pocket and push the pocket in, uh, squeeze right. him down as much as you can. And that's where a guy like Shelby Harris comes in, man. That yeah. that would be a fantastic guy to have because he's – batting the ball, playing the Yeah, hand, you know? best hands in the league, he's man. He's having a good, a good reserve, you know. And yeah, just having that depth. Yeah. Uh, so those are our two X factors for this game for the Denver Broncos. Keys to the game, Chris, you already said one. Uh, you know, stop the run. We already went over that. Stop the run, contain Mahomes. Our second key to the game, create turnovers and limit turnovers. Last week, another example, man. You've been preaching it all season long. Got to win the turnover battle. And we had two really bad, you know, really bad turnovers in that game. Uh, Obviously, one of them led to the touchdown at the end. But, Chris... As far as the special teams turnovers is concerned, because this is two consecutive weeks with special teams turnovers, is this the time when Sean Payton pulls Marvin Mims aside and and says, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go with someone else. Um, you know, we need you to to be able to contribute on offense." Or is this a situation where he pulls him aside and he says, "Hey, you've made some mistakes." Let's work on this. Let's get better at this. We believe in you. We have that confidence in you. And then put him back out there. Which one do you think we're going to get this week? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm leaving him out there, right? He's already scored, right? Yeah. So yeah, I've, seen, I've seen him in the end zone being able, being capable of taking it back to the house. Yeah. So uh, those, um, sp- those special teams issues, you know, that's something he does have to clean up, yeah. um, you know, and, and getting used to the ball, getting used to the stadiums. Being able yep. to track it, uh, you know, in no the window fair catch the too. Yeah, you know, just understanding the game that just comes with getting those reps and you yep. know getting more. Uh, I didn't see he didn't really he got reps in the preseason at it, but not you know not, not like this. Not yeah, like you this. know, not as much as now. So um, being able to get just keep him out there, um, but turnovers are the key to the game, right? We got to yep. be able to possess the football. Um, you know, don't try to steal possessions. We mm-hmm. we gotta help Russ some sometimes on defense, you gotta help your quarterback get into the game. Yeah. Right. It was times yeah. that we had to make a play even before the Super Bowl, right? With Peyton. He might be slacking, right? And he might need <laughs> us to get a pick to get him going. Yeah. And right. Once we get him going, he's on fire. Right. Yeah. Sometimes we need some Russell might need that. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's um those are those turnovers are draining, mm-hmm. right? Because when we do it. It's like, ah, oh, here we go again. You yeah. know, you can kind of feel it. You can feel it from the fans to the, yeah. to the everybody watching, you know, even to the sideline, you can feel it. So that's yeah. something that we got to try to eliminate and definitely not have early turnovers. Yeah. Well, last year at Denver, 
uh, Pat Mahomes. I, I mean, I was at that game uh, during yeah. the comeback game, and and Pat Mahomes looked uncomfortable uh, through three interceptions in that game. They still won, um, but it was a valiant effort by the Broncos, and it really showed that like this guy's vulnerable. You can you right. you can pierce this armor. You know, you just have yeah. to find the right way to do it. And speaking of Peyton Manning, Chris, uh, you know, a guy that we just you know need to have on this show, but. Oh, yeah. The last time that the Broncos beat the Chiefs and even beat the Chiefs at home was yeah. when you were on the field and it was that tw- that Super Bowl season. Walk us through that play, the Jamal Charles fumble and then fumble recovery by Roby. Uh, walk us through the feeling and the emotion because I remember that game early in the season. Uh, it, it was kind of like, is this team going to do it? Is Pey- does Peyton still have it? Like, is this really, you know, does this team have what it takes to be a champion? Uh, and, and it was a defining moment of that season. So walk us through that play and uh, the emotions that you had yeah. during it. I mean, Chiefs was tough then. You know, Alex Smith and them, they had a nice offense. Balling. They still had some guys on defense. Uh, so it was a, it was definitely a battle. Um, you know, I, I just remember going to OT, you know, and mm-hmm. then winning the toss and we're like, shoot, we got to go make a play, yep. you know, early. And yeah. um, uh, Roby was able to – actually, I think it was B. Marsh. B. Marsh punched it out. Roby was able to – I think, yeah. B. B. Marsh, um, I think he got his he got his hat on it. I think it was him and uh, – They were fighting about it, man. They were arguing. That was one of those fun things. <laughs> Everybody was claiming it, you know <laughs> I cause it, I cause it, you know, everybody was fighting for that one. So, uh, but I, 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 I remember giving it to B Marsh. I'm like, yeah, B Marsh, you kind of yeah. snuck in there. So I'll give it to you. Yeah. But, um, that was a huge play for us, you know, being able to go on the road early in the season, still a victory, Hostile uh, you know, and I think come out with three turnovers on D we won the game because we won the turnover battle. Yep. Right. And that's, so, and that's scored the on defense. So that's yeah. what you got to do on defense to win on the road. Um, in the NFL, that's what yeah. look at the Chicago game. Jonathan Cooper, the for fumble recovery for a touchdown. We Turn win on. the game. Like, I on, mean, man. it is what it is. Uh, last key to the game here: find big plays. Uh, you were talking about this before the show. Offense yeah. has to be able to find those shots. They're going to be aggressive on defense. Got to yeah. be able to. Got to be able to find those shots. And Sean Payton's got to be able to dial up those plays. For Russ, and, and I mean, we got to see a we got to see a Marvin Mims appearance in this game. We didn't get a yes. big one the last game. We got to find one in this game. Find a way to get him the ball. I know they were trying to get him the ball on that reverse. That's uh, you know that's a conversation that we really didn't get into. Uh, that I would love to get into at some point, but uh, maybe maybe when we do our 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 coaching video, uh, we'll get into that and how I feel about that play. But those are your three keys to the game. Stop the run, create and limit turnovers, find big plays where you can. So Chris, we are approaching the end of the show. And, uh, like many of, you know, like many of my friends and I'm sure our friends and the rest of the believe network, we are in the midst of fantasy football season. And now Uh, We haven't done this the last couple of shows, but we're going to bring this back. Broncos start and sit. What's the one Broncos player uh, on fantasy that you want to start this week? Jaleel McLaughlin. We got to continue to start. He's the hottest guy right now on the offense for us. 
Um, Russell actually might be putting up some nice fantasy points. Um, he kind of is. Yeah. So you know, he's right there putting up. He I th- he has ten plus touchdowns, right? Yeah. So he's he's getting you some points. So uh, my homes in a, a lot of stats. Start. So, uh, but I'm gonna go with Jaleel on this one. I like it. I like it. Uh, okay. Um, our sit player for the Broncos. Who's that fantasy player on the Broncos that you're gonna sit? This week. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go with Cortland Sutton. I think his stock right now is um draining right now, going down. So down, way down. He would be it's sad for me to say, you know, but he would be my guy um that I wouldn't start this week. All right, I dig it. Now uh we're gonna go over to whew, well, we're not even gonna go over our fantasy <laughs> lineup for this week, but I will say, Chris. I want to give ourselves a little pat on the back because last week, man, we uh, we put up some serious, serious numbers. We won our matchup 182.34 to 137.74. We scored 61 points over our projected our projected score. So uh, thank you to Jamar Chase for that 55-point performance. Chase off, man. Thank you, Chase. Thank Good you. Man. Thank you, Jamar. Teddy's uh, always open. Thank he, he hey he ain't lying. Uh, thank you to George Pickens for your twenty nine point six point performance. Uh, thank you to Cole Komet for fifteen point two, and uh, our sweet prince Devon Achan, who just went on IR twenty four and a half points. Uh, That's big plays gone. Sleep sleep no. well, Took sweet all prince. My goodness. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our show. Make sure that you stay tuned for the Bleacher Report postgame live reaction with me and Chris Harris Jr. I can't believe it, man. We're on Bleacher Report. We're doing these shows. This is craziness. Uh, make sure that you're following us on what on uh, sorry. Make sure that you're following us on Twitter at Chris Harris Jr. at Patrick Coyote at Believe Network. Make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Make sure that you also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Ride with Chris Harris Jr. And stay tuned for our upcoming slate of shows. We've got some good guests on the way. We've got some former Broncos. We've got some uh, some other analysts. We're going to bring in some people from other teams for these matchups. Maybe there's a Von Miller appearance sometime in the future. We do play Buffalo in a few weeks, so maybe that's yeah, on the horizon. Definitely need to call him. Oh, who knows? And don't forget to use your uh, welcome bonus on Bet Online. That's promo code Believe B L E A V. Thank you so much for tuning in and Broncos Country. Until next time, let's ride. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.